Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. I'm so thankful to be with you once again on the program, Watch Therefore. We're continuing on in a teaching series for my book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. This is part two of a two-part teaching from the ninth chapter of my book titled, The Long Line. And if you didn't see the first teaching, you'll understand why it's called that in just a moment. We've seen that it can be a great blessing to avoid unnecessary trouble by learning what not to do. And before we do a brief review of part one, let's first have a word of prayer together. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for all of our viewers. Thank you for the plans and purposes you have for us. Please, please bless us and help us learn to watch therefore and be ready, even through this teaching today. Please bless all, our, all of our viewers. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Now, we've seen that all born-again disciples of Messiah Jesus are children of our spiritual father Abraham. One of the places we've seen that in this teaching is from Galatians chapter 3. We've also seen that the Lord operates by His covenant promises today and forever. We've seen that covenant is His promises to His people. Prophecy is how He has decided to keep those promises. Covenant promises Prophecy, promises, kept. We've also seen that the Abraham covenant is fulfilled by our great resurrected Savior, Messiah Jesus, in the new covenant. Our Savior Jesus will fulfill and keep all seven perfect promises made to our father Abraham. Now, let's do some review reading in Genesis chapter 12 and look at these seven promises once again. Now, the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Today, as we look at the sixth promise of the Abraham covenant, remember that the promises were handed down from Abraham to Isaac, from Isaac to Jacob, the Lord changed Jacob's name to Israel and then down to Israel's descendants, the Jewish people. And we've seen that I will curse those who curse you are words from the Genesis 12 promises to Abram that have produced an interestingly long line. It's as if they're handing out free money at the front of that line when the actual result is great trouble and sorrow. 
the world historically and now more than ever is full of people fighting to get to the front of that line where the worst troubles and sorrows are distributed. And we saw last time that though the English translations of the Bible use the word curse twice, I will curse those who curse you, in that passage, actually there's two different Hebrew words used there that are translated curse in English. This verse could accurately also be translated, I will curse those who lightly esteem you. And we saw other places in the Old Testament where that same Hebrew word that is translated curse is translated lightly esteemed. Interesting, yes? So we saw that the Lord has gathered and is gathering the Jewish people from the nations of the world back to the promised land. He's doing so for His holy namesake because He keeps His word. He will keep His covenant promise to restore a righteous remnant in Messiah Jesus to the land and people of Israel. And because of this, we remember the old saying, the Jews always go to the funerals of those who try to destroy them as a people. And we looked at some of Israel's vicious enemies in ancient past, more modern past, and then some of those current enemies that surround Israel today, and certainly they're all over the world, but they're very specific Bible passages that deal with Israel's enemies that surround or in close proximity to Israel today. So with regard to the past, present, and future, we saw Pharaoh's Egypt. We also saw the Philistines, Haman, and then in more modern past, Hitler. Those Psalm 83 peoples surrounding Israel today are just some standing in the long line that we looked at who are about to really get it from the Lord. They're in Jordan, also in Lebanon, where Hezbollah is today that has 150,000 rockets pointed at Israel. And just recently, uh, I think we have an article to show you where Nasrallah, the head of Hezbollah, once again threatened to destroy Israel. In Psalm 83, we also saw Egypt, the Sinai Peninsula, and the so-called Palestinians that are in Gaza and Judea and Samaria that is commonly called the West Bank. This is a passage that was written about 3,000 years ago and is in living color jumping off the pages of the Bible today. Now think about this as we think about the Palestinians in Gaza and the West Bank. Interestingly, in the year about 135 AD, the Roman Emperor Hadrian finally conquered all of Israel by putting down uh, the final major revolt in the Galilee. When he did this, he renamed Israel after their arch enemy, the Philistines. He renamed Israel Philistinia. And Philistinia in English is what? Palestine. Palestine, which has become a global rallying point against Israel. The modern Radical Islamic League and other Middle Eastern and global adversaries of Israel are facilitators of a constant global uproar against Israel. Certainly the long, I will curse those who curse you or lightly esteem you line forms behind the demonic concept of Palestine. The primary goals are to take the promised land first and then killing the Jews is next on the agenda. 
And since much of radical Islam will be made impotent by the Psalm 83 judgments of the Lord, and then other passages, other chapters, uh, like Ezekiel 38 and 39, and then Isaiah 17, where Persia, Iran, and Syria get their um, rewards that come at the front of the long line. Islam will be decimated and made impotent by the Lord. So what will the world do to rid themselves of those pesky Jews? Well, they will search for and they will have their man who will be raised up and, and the world will rally behind him. So now we're going to do this. We're going to look at Israel's final enemy of this age. The Bible speaks of a, a man who's coming and he has many names. None of them are nice. He's called the son of perdition or destruction, the man of sin, the Antichrist, just to name a few. Thankfully, his reign will be a relatively short time on the earth. But for those who are here during the tribulation, it will seem like the horrors will never end. For the purposes of this teaching, we're going to look at how the Lord Jesus responds to the deceived world that follows this man of sin. Lord willing, this will hammer home how important it is to get out of and stay out of this long line. You see, the world's societies will be so hopelessly enslaved by sin and deception that most will gladly embrace Satan's strategy to enthrone his man, the son of sin. This is a perfect match for a world that loves their sin and hates anything to do with the true and living Elohim, the Father, the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. This sin-sick world will collectively be reaching the front of that long line and receiving the promised curse at the same time. Because this concept I'm sharing now is so foreign to most Christ followers, including many church leaders, it's very important to see what the Word of God says, the prophetic Word says about these things. Now, in 1 Chronicles and also in Isaiah, there are Bible prophecy chapters that explain the final curse scenarios, cause and effect. Cause and effect. These chilling events are unfolding right before our very eyes. And when we come back, we're going to take a look at them. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from Him one day very soon, well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. 
our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan, and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations, where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations newsletter by post or by email. Now we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or poured out for the nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. In a world that is increasingly shaking under the weight of its sin, and in the midst of a generation of people that increasingly are shaking their fists in the Lord's face, the Lord still has blessings and favor for His people who will walk in His ways. My book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant, will help you navigate through the minefield of this generation. Just go to watchtherefore.tv and with a gift of any amount to Watch Therefore, Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations, we'll send you a copy of the book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. Make sure in the memo section on your check or in the notes section online that you put ATB book and we'll get a copy out to you quickly. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. There's a passage in the Old Testament book of 1 Chronicles that identifies the Abraham covenant as the everlasting covenant, which is very important to help us understand the cause of the judgments that we're going to see in Isaiah chapter 24. And actually, the whole world is about to see this judgment very sadly and tragically. This end times prophetic chapter warns that the entire earth will be burned and left with few inhabitants. The cause is the curse of the everlasting Abraham covenant. First Chronicles chapter 16. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Remember his covenant forever. The word which he commanded for a thousand generations. The covenant which he made with Abraham. His oath to Isaac and confirmed it to Jacob for a statute, to Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying to you, I will give the land of Canaan as the allotment of your inheritance when you are few in number 
indeed very few and strangers in it. And then down to Isaiah 24, the earth mourns and fades away. The world languishes and fades away. The haughty people of the earth languish. The earth is also defiled under its inhabitants because they have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinance, broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore, the curse has devoured the earth and those who dwell in it are desolate. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are burned and few men are left. Wow. Wow. Makes you want to watch therefore and go up in the rapture to be with the Lord. Hallelujah. As we understand these earth-shaking and deadly events, we can take comfort knowing that the Lord is in control and He has a plan to take His people, Jew and Gentile, in Messiah Jesus, the body of Messiah, back to this place He's been preparing for us. That's why we watch therefore and we stay ready. Today, more than ever, as the world spins out of control in sin and wickedness, it almost appears as if Satan is winning. And that's going to intensify during the reign of the Antichrist. Yet, as we understand the battle plan of Adonai Savaot, the Lord of the armies of heaven, it becomes clear that Israel is his weapon of war. He will use this sixth promise of the Abraham covenant to wield Israel as his holy battle axe to win the war and obliterate his enemies. Exodus 15.3 tells us that the Lord, Yehovah, is a man of war. Yehovah, the Lord, is his name. And look at this incredible passage in Jeremiah 51. Everyone is dull-hearted without knowledge. Every metalsmith is put to shame by the carved image. For his molded image is falsehood, and there's no breath in them. They are futile, a work of errors. In the time of their punishment, they shall perish. The portion of Jacob is not like them, for he is the maker of all things. And Israel is the tribe of his inheritance. The Lord of hosts is his name. You are my battle axe and weapons of war. For with you I will break the nation in pieces. With you I will destroy kingdoms. With you I will break in pieces the horse and its rider. With you I will break in pieces the chariot and its rider. With you also I will break in pieces man and woman. With you I will break in pieces old and young. With you I will break in pieces the young man and the maiden. With you also I will break in pieces the shepherd and his flock. With you I will break in pieces the farmer and his yoke of oxen. And with you I will break in pieces governors and rulers." Here is the end game scenario, folks. The world's armies led by Antichrist will be closing in on, Jer on Jerusalem to finally take it and to kill the Jews. Even now, and for years, the heat has been turning up against Israel and the holy city. The nations now are ripe to come under the man of sin's control against the Jews. Then look who comes to save Israel from the nation's armies and then from their own sin. Behold, the day of the Lord is coming and your spoil will be divided in your midst for I will gather all the nations to battle against Jerusalem. The city shall be taken, the houses rifled and the women ravished. Half of the city shall go into captivity, but the remnant of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord, hallelujah, then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations as he fights in the day of battle. And in that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall be split in two from east to west, making a very large valley. Half the mountain shall 
moved toward the north and half of it toward the south. Here is where our Savior Jesus saves Israel from total destruction from the Antichrist armies. We return with him, having been raptured, gone through the judgment seat of Messiah, the marriage ceremony in heaven. We return in glorified bodies with him to reign and rule on the earth. And now watch as he saves Israel, this remnant that is left from the tribulation, from their sins. And I will pour on the house of of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the spirit of grace and supplication, then they will look on me whom they pierced. Yes, they will mourn for him as one mourns for his only son and grieve for him as one grieves for a firstborn. And here's a reminder passage for Gentile disciples to remember how to think rightly about Israel. For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, that you should be wiser in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in, and so all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the deliverer will come out of Zion, and he will turn on, away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. Folks, all these things are at the door of this generation. What should we do in the light of the reality of this critical hour where all these things are coming quickly upon the earth? How should we activate, as I say in my book, regarding the long line? The answer is that we do all that we can to stay out of it, get out of it, stay out of it, and bring as many people as possible out of that long line into the short blessed line, the I will bless those who bless you line. Anti-Semitism is off the charts today, folks. Uh, there's a Jerusalem Post article that we're going to show, and it explains that there's a new trend amongst anti-Semites, and they call it Holocaust. And here's what it means. They tell people to intentionally get the coronavirus, or if they've unintentionally gotten it, to go to synagogues or other places where Jewish people gather and to intentionally hug them, shake their hands, try to help them or try to make them get the coronavirus to kill them. And here is their slogan. If you have the bug, give a hug, spread the flu to every Jew, Holocaust. I want to share testimony with you. I was in the western part of the Democratic Republic of Congo. I was preaching in a church I'd never been in and preaching and teaching and the language they speak in that part of the Congo is called Lingala. I certainly don't speak Lingala, so I had a translator who was helping me as I was teaching and preaching. I had just met the pastor before that meeting. I'd never met the pastor before. The place was packed, standing room only, and I was teaching on some of these things. Afterwards, I went and sat down. The pastor got up to the microphone and began passionately talking and pointing at me. And as my translator began unpacking to me, right in my ear, what that pastor was saying, I went. The pastor was saying, while that man was speaking, the whole time he was speaking, there was a war going on inside of me against the Jews. And I publicly repent and ask the Lord to forgive me. And I, I bless the Jewish people. I bless the nation of Israel. I'm sorry, Lord. And, and then the pastor said, everybody in this place, stand up and repent and confess your sin of thinking wrongly about the Jews and about Israel and, and cry out to the Lord to bless the Jewish people and to bless Israel. And everyone in that place stood up and it felt like the roof was going to come off. 
the glory of the Lord came into that place. And for I don't know how long, but for a long time, I was on my face, on my knees and my face on the platform there, just amazed at what the Spirit of the Lord was doing at that time. And what were those people doing? They were getting out of, many of them were getting out of that cursed long line. And they were getting into that short, I will bless those who bless she line, including the pastor of that church. And that is what the Lord is pleased with in this hour. He wants to bless his people. He doesn't want to curse people. But he can't bless what he has cursed. And he will curse what he's promised to curse. Yet he will also bless what he has blessed. Hallelujah and hallelujah. And so now it's time to activate. I have activation points at the end of many chapters of my book. And so now it's time to activate. And I'm going to give you, oh, five activation points today. One, today, if you've been thinking lightly about the Jews, the nation of Israel, repent, ask forgiveness from Adonai Yeshua, and get out of that long line. Two, today, begin seeking Abba Father, Messiah Jesus, the Holy Spirit, for His loving heart for the Jews and the nation of Israel. Three, today, go back and read the previous chapter after you get my book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant, or go online and find part one of this message and activate the short line blessings. Four, today, warn others and explain to them the blessing and curse of the Abraham Covenant. Five, watch therefore and be ready for the rapture at any moment. Watch therefore and be ready, folks. You should understand now, better than before this program started today, you should understand how important it is. If you have eyes to see and ears that can hear from the Lord, you can see now is the time to get right with the Lord in every way and to begin now obeying His command to watch their form, be ready for you don't know what hour your Lord is coming. Now is the time to activate that blessing. Hallelujah. Maybe you need to be forgiven for your sins. Maybe you've never truly been saved and the Lord is showing you that right now. Yeah? What do you need to do? Repent, turn away from your sins and trust that Jesus the Lord, the, the Son of God, God the Son, died on the cross to pay for your sins. And He rose again. He rose from the grave and He sent me to talk to you today. Turn away from your sins. Cry out to Him, Jesus Lord, I've sinned against you. I need to be forgiven. Please save me. I need you to save me today and I'm going to follow you. Help me live a life that honors God and save me today, Lord Jesus. Amen. And if you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen there. Contact us. We'll send you some free information to help you follow the Lord and begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. And for everyone who's watching, remember, watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. 
We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. He'll come again Our conquering king On that day His sword will go forth To take back and restore What belongs